Alright, hey everybody, how's it going today? Uh, this is another wonderful episode of Stick a Fork in It, and uh, today we have a couple of very special guests. We have Miss Kathy Castor here today. Hi everybody. With her daughter Christy Lewis, how's it going? Hi, good, how are you? <laughs> good, good. And uh, we're going to do things a little bit differently. Normally, Matt and Shannon and I would conduct the interviews, but since we have a uh, fantastic mother-daughter duo here today, we're going to do a little bit of a different uh, change of pace. And uh, Chrissy's actually going to be conducting our interview for the first part of the show today. Yeah. And uh, I'll be, I'll jump in a little bit, but I, you know, mostly this is, this is your show now. So, um, so we can jump right in and then afterwards we'll have a chance to kind of chat with you about some of the time that you've spent interning with us at Feeding Tampa Bay and stuff. And um, we can go from there. Okay, awesome. Well, Mom, I'm ready. Welcome. Thanks, Chrissy. You're awesome. Um, so maybe let's start with what does a congresswoman actually do? What does a congresswoman do? Well, I am the uh, United States representative for Tampa, for my hometown. You know, I've I lived here all my life and uh, love all of my neighbors, and I am the representative in Congress. And uh, that means that you are standing up for, for people, but a lot of the work that goes on here in the Tampa office is immigration, making sure folks uh, can get their veterans benefits that they've earned, get the, cut through any red tape with the IRS or federal agencies, and it's been particularly uh, interesting during coronavirus to make sure that our neighbors have the resources to stay afloat uh, throughout the pandemic. Yes, it's very important. It's been a tough year, but hopefully we're getting back on track to normal life soon. Um, how long have you been in office? I was originally elected in 2006 after serving four years on the Hillsborough County Commission. So 2006, uh, here we are in 2021, but uh, how old were you in 2006? I was about seven years old and I don't remember much of what was going on that year. Um, but yeah, all I can really remember is you being in office. So I was elected when you were seven years old. Yes. Um, well, I'm very proud of you because I, you know, I've traveled to Washington uh, quite often, and uh, thanks to your dad, my the number one dad in in town, Bill <laughs> Bill Lewis, you've turned out all right. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I've been lucky enough to have you and dad growing up and also have you and grandma be very empowering women in my life who have devoted their lives to public service and I've kind of taken wanted to take that on and it's become a passion of mine um, but was there any influence when you were growing up that kind of directed um, what you might want to do when you grow up? Absolutely. I. You know, I was a, an attorney at a private law firm, and I was not really happy <laughs> doing doing that. Uh, and I think it's because of the family tradition we have in public service. My father, Don Castor, was a started uh, legal aid, so Bay Area Legal Services for folks who need legal counsel. He started that here in Tampa, and then was a county court judge who also helps start the spring of Tampa Bay and was there in the early days of Metropolitan Ministries and uh, then my mother started off as a teacher and became you know a um, an educator a, a state legislator 
a, and then president of the University of South Florida. So this is a tradition of public service in our family, and I, it is so rewarding. I, I get so much out of it. I think I, I get more out of um, serving our neighbors than uh, the other way around. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm so proud that you, you are interested in public service. Although I know you don't like politics as much, places like Feeding Tampa Bay and the nonprofit uh, philanthropic community is a wonderful place to, for people to go to serve their, their neighbors. Yes, I don't think in my future I see myself going down the political path, but I think I have found a different way of serving my community and hopefully can turn it into a job one day. Um, So since it sounds like your parents were very busy when you were growing up um, with their jobs and everything else and you have two siblings, um, was there any go-to dinner or go-to foods that they would cook that was easy or anything like that? I knew we would be speaking about food on Stick a Fork in It here at Feeding Tampa Bay. So, well, I'll let you in on a little secret. My parents were not very good cooks okay. at all. My, my father, he, he, what I remember was after church, we would always head out to uh, the SNS cafeteria or Morrison's cafeteria <laughs> where everybody could get what they, um, what they wanted after church. And my mother, people may be surprised about this, but not a very good cook. Her meatloaf was not very good. We would actually, she was busy, go through the McDonald's drive through mm-hmm. And I tried to do a little bit better with you and Julia. Um, uh, but when I think back on family meals, it was, at least we were all together and we were fortunate um, to, you know, be able to put food on the table consistently mm-hmm. and, and not have to worry like many of our neighbors do. Um, Yes, I think growing up you would be gone during the week, so we would really take those moments on the weekends to sit down and have Sunday dinners or stuff like that, and I think that meant a lot to me and my sister growing up to have that special time on the weekends. So So do you have a favorite dish that that I make? That you make. Hmm. You and Dad are pretty good cooks. I might say Dad's a little better than you. Chrissy. But you have some good recipes. I would say some of my favorites are a good lasagna with some garlic bread on the side. You make really good garlic bread. Um, Or we have our Mexican nights every week, so some guacamole, tacos. I know, my guacamole is famous. Yes, it's pretty legendary. (laughs) Yes, people love it. I've noticed now that you're you're in college, you're taking a little more responsibility. I what I love about uh, you and your sister is that you you eat healthy. You mm-hmm. you eat much healthier uh, with good nutrition than I did when I was growing up. And I think we've all learned over over time how important it is to have nutritious meals on the table. Definitely, and I think Feeding Tampa Bay really strives to um, be able to provide very nutritious meals for people because I think lately people have noticed how important that really is. To stay healthy and well, there's really nothing more important, and that's why I was so proud that, that you were able to intern at Feeding Tampa Bay, and this place is amazing. Yes. And I don't think our neighbors really appreciate the 
the scope of the entire operation here. Um, how many counties? Being I think tipped? it's 10. 10 counties in on the west coast of Florida in this dynamic, very diverse mm -hmm. metropolitan area. And, you know, I've, I'm out and about with our neighbors all the time and COVID has really been tough and I've been so proud of our community because it's not just the folks here at Feeding Tampa Bay every day, but this community is so generous and they have responded. They have more volunteers uh, here at the warehouse than I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm so thankful for this opportunity that I had this summer and I've learned a whole great amount. Um, Maybe, were you ever an intern growing up anywhere? <laughs> I was an intern. Really? I was an intern when I was uh, going into college for uh, the state attorney's office here uh -huh. in Tampa because I had my eye on going to law school. And then when I was in college, I interned for Senator Lawton Childs, who was a U.S. senator. And uh, boy, I... I never imagined in my wildest dreams that I would be back on Capitol Hill representing my hometown. It's such an honor. Yes, it is. Well, thank you so much for coming today and hopping in with us. Well, thanks, Chrissy. And again, I'm so proud of you. And I'm very proud of everything happening here at Feeding Tampa Bay. It is the best uh, food bank in the entire country. And I want to thank everybody for for really lifting up our neighbors through a very difficult year. Day in and day out, you made sure that there was food on the table for, for families all across this community, and I'm grateful. The, the best endorsement we've got on the entire show. <laughs> best food bank in the country. So that's officially on the record now. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much. It was really cool to see kind of, you know, like the family dynamics and history between, you know, behind food for you guys and, mm -hmm. uh, and you know, your, your service here in, in Tampa and everything. And um, and we appreciate you guys coming on to the show And now today. you want my guacamole, right? And now, Well, I mean, I was going to wait until after the show to get the recipe and everything, <laughs> but I guess if, if you have time now. <laughs> so fun. Yeah, well, thank you guys so much. That was very insightful, and we appreciate everything uh, that you do. Thanks, Ab. All right. Thank <laughs> this podcast was made possible by the innovative thinking and the funding of Feeding America, a nationwide network of more than 200 food banks that feed more than 46 million people through food pantries, soup kitchens, shelters, and other community-based agencies. All right, welcome back everybody. This is uh, part two of a three-parter this time. This is kind of <laughs> halfway between stick a fork in it and what the food bank because we still have Chrissy Lewis with us, our fantastic intern from the summer of 2021. That's right, that's yes. right. Hi everyone, thank you for having me. <laughs> Chrissy, it was fun to watch you interview your mom and, and kind of take my chair for a little bit and <laughs> take the wheel of the podcast. How did that feel? It felt good. Usually she's the one probably interviewing me or on that side of things, so it was fun to... And she couldn't get personal either. Like, yeah. Chrissy, are you seeing anybody? Yes, <laughs> I know. Different conversation than usual. That's right, right. So, you know, you, you mentioned in conversation with your mom that you really enjoyed your experience here with us this summer, but um, obviously we're a little biased here. Ev's a little biased towards the communications team. For I'm sure. a little, little bit biased towards the programs team, but... Uh, just tell us what it was like to be able to kind of get a peek under the hood at all of the different parts of Feeding Tampa Bay this summer. Yes, yeah, so I think it was so awesome how we kind of designed this internship because I did go through 
most every department here. And usually, I'm sure an intern just kind of sticks with one for a couple of weeks, but I got to see the organization from so many different sides. And yeah. I think it's so interesting to see, one, how each department has to work together and how much communication needs to be there for an organization this size to really run its everyday life. Um, and two, I think everybody that works here really has a true passion for what they're doing and I think that's probably very different from other organizations. You can see it day to day speaking with anybody. They really love the mission here and they work so well together. So I've been so lucky to have so many great mentors to look up to and just see the everyday work that goes on to really accomplish a mission like this. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, I, I think it's really great to hear you say that you see the passion and the mission mm -hmm. focus all the way across the organization because I know we feel it. Um, and, and I hope that, you know, when guests come in or when volunteers come in, they see that as well. But it's, it's just affirming to, to know that even on the inside, right, even mm -hmm. after uh, the, the show is over, it's still, you know, folks who are really passionate about making a difference in our community. And, yes. Um, I, I loved hearing you share that with your mom about mm -hmm. kind of, you know, what your path might be. And hey, hopefully this experience has given you an opportunity to really kind of go in with eyes wide open about what it looks like to work in the social services world. Yes, because I remember when I first started college, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And I mentioned to my guidance counselor, I've really had a passion for serving others. And she kind of just turned that away and said, oh, you need to pick something else, a, a different major. And I went undecided for about a year and a half. And I think that was a really great experience because I got to try so many different classes and everything. Yeah. Um, but then I found myself keep going back to that idea of, no, this is something I really want to do. And then when um, an internship with Feeding Tampa Bay came around, I was like, okay, this could be what I've been thinking, the passion yeah. that I felt inside. This could be how I could really turn it into that. And two, to try something out and see if this is really something I want to do. And now looking back on the whole summer, I think I can clearly say that I would like to go into a profession in this world one day. And yes. Yes, I know. It's so awesome. That's so. fantastic to hear. It really is. And, you know, I, I think the really neat thing about working in this industry is exactly what you talked about earlier, that your teammates will all be as passionate as you mm -hmm. are. You know, your teammates are here because they believe in a greater purpose as well. They believe that giving back and serving your community, serving your neighbors is an important and worthy use of your time, you know, and use of your life and a, and a great goal to have. And um, I'm really happy to hear that we haven't, you know, disillusioned you over the summer <laughs> or uh, taken away any of that passion to serve. So, um, you know, not to go back to asking questions your mom probably would have asked you, but you got a year left of college. Yes. Uh, and, you know, as, as you know, this door is always open to you, but uh, do you have any thoughts of, of where it might take you now that you kind of have a, a handle on all of the different opportunities within the social services world? I think if I looked at it from this organization and all the different parts, I really like how 
say the programs team yeah. has a, <laughs> a true like relationship with the community and it's a little more face-to-face -face, which I really connected with mm -hmm. um, I've also always been interested in communications and PR and marketing it <laughs> oh, it's, it's everybody's favorite yeah. you know it that's why we're here today <laughs> um, yes but so I think probably those two things I definitely have a clear mindset on that I would like to focus on that and I think as I take on this next year in school um, I'm going to try to find some other ways in Tallahassee to get involved in the community and focus on those kind of two things. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fantastic to hear. You know, we do have a, a sister food bank up there in Tallahassee. They can't have you permanently, <laughs> but they can have you for the next year. Um, and you know, there's so many great nonprofit organizations to work with, and it's it's one of the really cool things about what we do here in programs is that we touch all of those nonprofits. Mm -hmm. You know, we're working in the you know, child aftercare space, we're working in the uh, women's shelter space, we're working with homeless veterans, we're working with all sorts of different groups. And so, um, you know, it's, it, it is, it's really nice to see that someone who has been exposed to all sorts of different opportunities um, but then dives in a little deeper mm -hmm. here at Feeding Tampa Bay is, is still on board with the work. You know, it's, uh, it's such an important thing to be passionate about this work yes. because it's not easy, as you've seen this summer, you know, and, and that passion, that care is what sustains you through the challenges. Mm -hmm. Yes. So you're going back to Tallahassee, and I know we talked about food a little bit, you and your mom did, but... As someone who spent quite a bit of time in Tallahassee myself, <laughs> we got to talk about Gordo's. Yes. Yeah. So share with our listeners why Gordo's is the best. Okay, so in my opinion, they have something called Gordo's sauce, yes. which you can dip your fries in. I usually get a sandwich, a side of fries, and then like a ton of their sauce. <laughs> and I'll just dump it all over anything I'm eating, and I think that's the real game changer there. Yeah, the seasoning is excellent on the fries, mm -hmm. but... Yes. It really is kind of perfectly complemented by the sauce. Yeah. Now, are you a medianoche person? Are you a Cuban person? What Cuban. kind of say? Okay. I mean, so, from Tampa. Yeah, of course. You gotta love your Cuban. Of course. <laughs> so I am. Uh, I am personally. You know, the medianoche is just a tiny little twist on a Cuban. It's the sweet bread instead of the oh, plain okay. bread, and so. The medianoche at Gordo's might be one of my like two or three favorite things in the entire world. Oh, wow. Okay, then <laughs> yeah. I have to try it. You, yeah, you're going to have to, We're for tripped. sure. Everybody, okay. Tallahassee, going now. That's right. That's right. <laughs> On our way up. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> what's your next place? If you're, if you're not going to Gordo's, mm -hmm. what's your next favorite thing to eat in Tallahassee? I would definitely say Momo's. Oh, oh yes. Yes. Pizza slices as big as your head. <laughs> you you want to order a couple, but you only really need one because so they're massive. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They literally serve it to you on the same plate they cook a small pizza. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Dreaming about it right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, Chrissy, it's been awesome. I appreciate you uh, kicking me out of my job and, and doing an even better job talking to your mom. And, uh, you know, it's been a fun summer and I am sure we will see more of you. So thanks for, for being with us. on Yes. Podcast. Thank you all so much. Yeah. And thanks to Feeding Tampa Bay for giving me this opportunity this summer. I'm so thankful for all my experiences. So Absolutely. thank you. Awesome. I'm sure we'll see you again soon. Yeah. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Florida Blue's mission is to help people and communities achieve better health.
In partnership with Feeding Tampa Bay, their collective goal is a hunger-free Tampa Bay by 2025. How will we do that? By ensuring that all our neighbors have access to fresh, nutritious food that is essential to a healthy and capable lifestyle. We invite you to join the movement. Visit hungerfree2025.com. All right, everybody, welcome back to What the Food Bank. We just had a wonderful little conversation and interview with Chrissy Lewis and Miss Kathy Castor. And now we have one of our favorite co-workers here today, Ron Kevius Smalls, who yeah. is our Assistant Director of Employee Experience, our Master of Human Resources and Culture. <laughs> Ooh, that's a big title. It's, I like it, it though. It's getting longer every it. time. You know? Yeah, I it's love like this a Starbucks stuff. order. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like nine <laughs> words to it. Half-calf, no prep. Um, hold, the, hold the phone, please. Hold the phone, yeah, yeah, Thank yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we wanted to uh, you know, have you on today and, uh, and discuss uh, a little bit about uh, working here at Feeding Tampa Bay. Cool. So... Um, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we spent a little time talking with Chrissy about her experience as an intern here. And, you know, obviously we do have internship opportunities. We have AmeriCorps Vista openings, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Mm -hmm. But one of the really neat things about Chrissy's experience is that she was exposed to all of the different careers mm -hmm. that exist within the food bank. You know, I joke with people all the time that on my team, I have a truck driver and a chef and a social worker. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, that's a pretty wide spectrum of <laughs> skill sets and experiences. And by the way, we're going to be hiring a farmer too. At some yeah. point. Yes, so, I heard about that. Yeah. That's super yes. exciting. So, um, you know, I would love for you to just share with our listeners a little bit about the variety of options of careers here at Feeding Tampa Bay. Oh, man, I, it's ultimately endless, like, uh, the opportunities that we have. Like, you know, Thomas likes to always say when we do our culture interviews, you know, we have people here who have no degree, and then we have people who have PhDs. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that is really good to capitalize and help people to understand is because, you know, no matter what it is that you want to do, there's probably a avenue for you to do it here at Feeding Tampa Bay. Um, like you have, like Matt was saying, you have drivers, we have like the CDL uh, drivers, and then you have anyone that's in the kitchen, but then you also have what we like to call the carpet side of things too, which is our admin. You know, and there's an opportunity for you to open up there and be able to do things and explore the other side of operations and even the administrative side of programming or even just HR. But then also too, we have that component where we, like I said, we have the kitchen. And then with opening up new sites over in Pinellas, we have opportunities there, just as guest experience and things of that nature so I like to think that as for us as feeding Tampa Bay it's endless we are an employer we have jobs we have opportunities like whatever it is that you're interested in you can always feel free to just check us out and see what we have yeah and I think the, the great thing about that is even though there's such a diversity of backgrounds experiences skill sets uh, you know people come to us from all walks of life mm -hmm. um, Thomas used to walk around and ask people a question, what do you do here? Right. right? And we can all give the exact same answer, which I mm -hmm. love. We feed people. Yes. You know, and, and we truly do look at it that way. If you're on a forklift mm -hmm. moving boxes of produce around, you're feeding people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. If you're out driving a truck full of food out into Citrus County to get it to one of our partner agencies, you're feeding, you're feeding people. people. Yeah. If you're running our payroll, yeah, you're, you're feeding, feeding people. people. <laughs> yeah, and and I just I love that we look at it that way organizationally because we're all passionate about that. Yeah, our day to day doesn't always reflect putting food <laughs> on a plate or in a refrigerator. Yes, right? um, but at the end of the day, 
that's what we're doing. And, you know, I think that's the one thing that makes this makes Feeding Tampa Bay an interesting employer um, because we look, we all want to do this job collectively, even though our roles and our responsibilities are different. At the end of the day, we are ultimately doing something that contributes to our community, that makes sure that someone has a food on their table, making sure that we're making those connections through the organization. And I, I think that is the one of the most admirable things as an employer that I personally enjoy. Yeah. And, and to your point, I think we all hold that in such high regard and, and mm -hmm. feel really deeply about the importance of it. it I want to go back to something that you mm -hmm. said a minute ago um, that I'd love for you to expand on a little bit. You said culture interview. Mm -hmm. And that's a little unique piece of how we hire people here at Feeding Tampa Bay. I'd love for you to share with our listeners a little bit about what you mean when you say culture interview. Absolutely. So another just like just talking about how unique we are as an organization and you know so when we get to that component where we're thinking about bringing someone into our world we like to have that conversation around what is the culture what is the culture like at feeding tampa bay and we have valued and we put that at a high regard because we feel as though in all honesty, if it never works out with someone, it's because it's not a cultural fit. Mm. And so we like to make sure that they are a fit for us just as much as we are a fit for them. And so through that culture interview, we want to do like a, a two-way kind of interviewing process, if you would. You get to interview us, we get to interview you, and then you get to determine whether or not this is where you want to be, and we get to determine whether or not you know this is somewhere we can see you. Mm. And I think that's is something that makes us different. It's something that makes us stand out because we want people to want to work here just as much as we want them to work here as well. Yeah, and what I love about it is we don't make any assumptions. No. Right? When, when someone walks through the door and interviews for a driver position here, it's not the same as driving for UPS. It's no. not the same as driving for Amazon. And we want to make that clear. Mm -hmm. We don't want to assume that you understand yeah. how different it is. And so because culture is so critical to us, it's so important. Like you said, cultural misfits are the ones who mm -hmm. leave. Mm -hmm. No one else. Yeah. You know, when you get here, it, it, there are obviously like any other employer, there are benefits and drawbacks. Right? Yes. But the benefits are so great here. Outstanding. Uh, small mm, B yeah. benefit. Yes. Not the, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. Totally, totally fine. We'll no talk one. about <laughs> the, it's some other podcast that nobody wants to listen to. We can talk, we'll about, talk about all the employment benefits. Right. And the, you know. 403B, whatever. <laughs> yeah. That's not why we're here. We're talking about the, the small B benefit of, of the, the experience of mm -hmm. making a difference for your neighbors. Um, and we drive that down culturally yes. really, really powerfully because I know that the drivers on my team are very well aware that they represent Feeding Tampa Bay. Yeah. And I think that's also a very big component of it, too, is like, you know, in a lot of our roles, we kind of like we independently work, if you would. Yeah. And especially those um, positions which go out into the community, those ones in which, you know, they are being a representative of us. I think that's also a pivotal part of the culture interview is we want to make sure that, you know, you can represent us. We can represent you. And, you know, that harmonious relationship, but just making sure that you ultimately you're going to succeed you know making sure like i like to always plug in my title you know like <laughs> make sure you have a good employee experience right. while working here right. and whatever that means and so i think the culture interview is just 
it's something different, especially for me as an HR professional coming from other organizations. I've never had an organization be like, you know, we're going to do a culture interview. We're going to sit down and talk about our culture with you. No, we're not going to bring you in and then let you figure it out. No, we're going to talk about it up front so that way you know exactly what it is, what it is that we stand for, Mm. what it is that we represent, and what it is that we mean when we say that we are feeding Tampa Bay. Right. Yeah, and this might be a weird analogy, but in some ways I think of it like I think about how SEALs in their training, they Mm -hmm. do Hell Week. They want to see if you really yes. want this. <laughs> and that's kind of how Thomas approaches it. He's testing mm-hmm. to see if you really want to be here. <laughs> yeah. right? You understand that this work is tough. Food banking is not easy. It's yeah, not. It's they not told easy. me, but I didn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> they said it. I didn't you know. believe them at first. But yeah. it's not easy. <laughs> no, but it's worth it. And yeah. that's ultimately what it comes down to in those culture interviews and i know you have the opportunity to be on the other side of those (laughs) now and and i love that you can reflect that back to new employees and say hey i was sitting in your chair Mm -hmm. six months ago (laughs) literally having this same conversation and thomas was trying to scare me yeah (laughs) literally (laughs) just like it was so funny i always go back to that culture interview though i just like the one thing that I can say that helped me and Thomas connect was like, watch, we have a, uh, a shared movie, Devil mm. Wears Prada. Ah, okay. And like during that culture yeah. interview, and like how often do you go into an interview and you're literally just sharing yourself? Mm. How often do you just say, you know what, one of my favorite movies in the whole entire world, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, that's mine too. <laughs> you know, like, so I think like even, again, just that culture interview, man, it's mm. just so riveting and so different and just so... I don't even know. It's just, like, it's, just it's amazing. Well, and it's funny how those, you know, because we're humans, because mm-hmm. we do spend a lot of time together and we have to work through hard things together, those tenuous connections around other things really do matter and make a yes. difference. And the fact that our CEO and our leadership is willing to spend time on the front end with everybody who mm-hmm. will eventually wear our badge and get to know people at a personal level, I think is really, really important. And you open this door, so I'm going to go through it, but I promise I'll only do this once. <laughs> okay. We're talking about favorite movies. Oh, man. Yes. And I have a favorite movie, and I have waited for six months to say this to you. <laughs> okay. What? You're it? killing me, Smalls. <laughs> oh, my God. I, can't, I, I have been getting that since I was a child. <laughs> I am sure. I have no doubt. And that's why yes. I haven't said that to you. <laughs> I find it funny in a good, relatable moment, though. <laughs> so, like, if it's not you're killing me, Smalls, it's either, oh, so, like, like Biggie Smalls. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's, that's, true, that's yeah. it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I I could do some lines from Juicy, but I won't do that. It's totally fine. probably not super appropriate for for where we are right now because we could connect at that level yes, too. Yes, I'm here for it. But, but we'll stick with the PG, you know, kids summer baseball movie instead. Exactly. Uh, no, and we. You know, obviously we joke a lot on this podcast and, mm-hmm. and as an organization, but I think it's so important. And it is part of our culture to be able to have fun with what can sometimes be really draining work. Yes. You know, it, it is so meaningful. But the, the flip side of that meaning is we see people at their lowest point. Mm-hmm. We see people who never in a million years envisioned themselves needing to ask for help. Yeah. You know, and, you know I saw that when I first got here and I think, Coming on board, at first, I thought I understood. I thought I knew Feeding Tampa Bay. Like, I did all the research. I had interviewed for X amount of time. You know, I'm just like, all right, cool, I got it. But it wasn't until I actually got in the field. And that was that moment I said, oh, wait, 
I mean, this person? Wait, no, not this person. Like, right. they're, like thinking right. of the car that the person is in, the way that that person looks, but not knowing their story and not needing to know their story, but just knowing that I can do something to help. And it was, I think that moment is when I really connected with the mission, mm -hmm. when I really connected to what it is that we were doing. Because like I, like I, I thought I knew, like I was yeah. reading, I was like, oh yeah, I know, this is my job description, I can do this, <laughs> like this is good, like this is no problem. But you don't really know until, like in my opinion, you don't really know until you get in the field and you're actually there with those people and right. you're just saying, you know what, it's going to be okay. And like you said, it's not always good days, they're not always, every, no two days are the same and it's not That's always sure. easy. Mm -hmm. But just the zeal that I get from seeing the smile on someone's face knowing that I made their day, that yeah. makes me happy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And those, those are the little things that kind of sustain us as we get through the work, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so now that we've tried to scare people a little bit, we've tried to make <laughs> them laugh, tell us about opportunities of Feeding Tampa Bay. So oof, there's a lot. Um, so you mentioned our VISTA program earlier. And so, you know, um, that's just even one avenue. The VISTA program is through AmeriCorps. The way that I like to describe it is, you know, you have the Peace Corps, that's international. And then you have VISTAs, which are domestic. Those are our domestic volunteer workers who come to work with us. And through that avenue, uh, individuals get an opportunity to see our world, actually explore the side of nonprofits, also see how they can help us to build upon our capacity are and what it is that we're doing and the momentum um, and then we have our permanent direct hire where you come in and we start our employees all of our permanent employees start out at fifteen dollars an hour and then we also have other opportunities minimum, huh? minimum. right minimum oh sorry right. minimum yeah. it's a minimum we're not gonna hire our next ceo at fifteen dollars <laughs> i mean if, if we could get <laughs> it for that price yeah. if I we mean, could get it yeah i'm <laughs> all in like, that's right <laughs> we can disseminate the money across the organization don't worry <laughs> Well, yeah, like, so that permanent, you know, minimum $15 an hour, having individuals that come in that way, mm. and, like, even just going back to initial, like, have all the different opportunities that are here as far as employment, like, drivers, we have food, like, uh, not food, excuse me, but mm -hmm. kitchen workers, yeah. we have, we have the administrative site, like, all of these things are just ways in which individuals can literally join our world, yeah. you know, if that makes sense. Yeah, put on absolutely. the orange jersey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Everyone loves those reflectors. Oh, yeah. I really want one. Yeah. I, just to have, just to just wear it around. Even I don't, the office, like, I'm like, not going to do anything with it. I just want it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Some days walking through the warehouse, you might feel like That's you need it. a good That's, point. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> There's some guys out there that uh, oh, they, oh, out they go. The, the limit of how fast you can push that forward. Oh, yeah. It was like every time, I'm just like, all right, can I go? Can yeah. I not go? All right, I'm just going to wait and see what happens. <laughs> Always do that one extra head yes. yeah. Right? Yeah. Left and right, then left again. Yeah. <laughs> so how does somebody connect with our opportunities? One, social media. We, we like to connect with social media, so definitely LinkedIn, uh, any of our other social platforms that we have, definitely connect in. We're always pushing out um, information on job postings or where we're going to be if it's a job fair coming up or anything. That's one of the ways to stay informed about what it is that we have going on, so definitely within social media. But then always, too, you can, you can go to our website, feedingtampabay.org slash careers, and you can look at opportunities that we have there. I am, um, you know, the way in which we are exponentially growing, there's 
always an opportunity. I think right now we probably have about 14, 15 jobs up and we're wow. going to be opening up more. Wow. You know, so there's so much that's going on. There's always an opening at this point because of our expansion. Mm -hmm. You know, the one plug that I always like to tell people, you know, we started out as 60 employees and now we're almost at 200. Yeah. That significant growth really shows that we are committed to this mission and we're committed to that goal, but also too that there is opportunity for you to work towards the mission and actually be paid for it. Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. Juan Kivis, we appreciate you joining us today. Is there any, uh, are there any last words of wisdom you want to leave us with or? I would say feeding Tampa Bay is absolutely amazing. If you haven't checked this out, definitely do so. As an employer, I have not been happier. Mm -hmm. um, excuse me, as an employee, I have not been happier. I have not found a place that actually makes me happy to wake up in the morning, you know, staying rooted to that mission and everything, you know, being able to say that I come to work and I bring my whole self. Right. Yeah. I like that feeling. I like the feeling of saying, you know, I am me. This is who I am. And I am at an organization who accepts me. That's awesome. That's right. Yeah. Mickey Mouse Hawaiian shirt and Absolutely. All. <laughs> yes. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. This, I wanted to smile today. Like Absolutely. I decided to do I the Mickey it. Mouse. Like, I was like, yeah. it was raining out. And I was like, you know what? Just smile. <laughs> like, so this is where my smile comes in through my yeah. Mickey Mouse shirt. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> well, Ron Kevious, it's been awesome having you on the podcast. And I just so appreciate the work you guys do to make sure we have really, really great applicants and a, and a pool to choose from. So thank you. No, thank you for having me. I really do appreciate it. I think this was a great opportunity. And um, yeah, thank you both. Yeah, we'll see you around the warehouse. Awesome sauce. <laughs> you can learn more about Feeding Tampa Bay and how to join the movement at feedingtampabay.org. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube at Feeding Tampa Bay. Thank you.